Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of the Recovery Edge Podcast. I'm here with my wife, Kayla, and it is Christmas morning. And Merry we're, Christmas, everybody. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Um, we're at the hospital, St. Joseph's, right? Yeah. Um, Kayla, you've been here a week, right? Yes. I was sick over Thanksgiving week and had to go on some antibiotics and steroids and then I just never could fully recover at home. Um, So when I went on break from school, uh, they decided to put me in the hospital and give me some IV antibiotics, which are much stronger and will help boost my immune system. So... We are here doing that. So what a bummer being here during the holidays, right? Do you feel like that? Um, I mean, any, having a chronic illness can feel very much like, oh, poor me. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, like luckily working the 12 steps and being in a program, I learned like that attitude leads towards like poor me pour me, pour me another drink. Mm-hmm. And I just can't be in that mindset. That's just, that's not a, that's a dangerous ground for me. So, um, <clears throat> you know, I just have to use a lot of acceptance and know that I'm right where I need to be. Um, and that, you know, that's, this is the hospital that I always come to. I'm on the ward that, I always stay at, I know the nurses, so I'm not in an unfamiliar place with strangers or anything, and I have the tribe who is amazing, who brought me a Christmas party up here. Um, We had a Christmas Eve Eve party, and that was already planned, but they brought it to my hospital room when I was, so that I wouldn't miss out, Mm because I have FOMO, (laughs) and... um, yeah, and then you came and stayed the night, and so it's it may be like you know crappy timing or not ideal, but um, you know I don't think it's the worst thing ever. Hmm. Yeah, and thinking that it's crappy timing, that's our initial thought response, but really as you know, this whole day unfolds and yesterday and the day before that, it's not so crappy. It's just the way that uh, it's, you know, when we plan something, God always laughs, right? Mm-hmm. And then it turns out better than we thought. Oh, yeah. We could have when imagined. the tribe was here, we had the party. We were laughing so hard that like my cheeks were sore. My stomach was sore. The mm-hmm. nurses could hear us laughing down the hallway. Yeah. And like that brought them joy too. You know, the Christmas Eve, Eve, um, that morning, a girl that stays here, she's been here for about two years more in than out. And um, she's only like 28, but she was so miserable and sick and um she wound up passing away um that morning and I I just think about what like I don't want anybody to pass away or to suffer but if you're suffering in life 
you know, that's perhaps the best option. I don't want anybody to live suffering. And um, I just think, like, what a God wink that was because I was in a very poor me state hooked up to, like, IVs and pulse ox and oxygen and, you know, all these different tubes. And then um, I heard about her. And <clears throat> I only met her, like, once or twice, uh, but I knew who she was, and I just think about, like, how sad that was, and, you know, being here, and I, I'm actually, like, healthier than when I normally come in, so they're able to give me stronger antibiotics, um, and so, like, that's such a blessing going into IVF and stuff after we, after this hospital stay, because it just means, like, I'll be healthier, um, and, yeah, hearing about somebody pass away. I couldn't imagine her parents coming two days before Christmas and getting all of her stuff from our hospital room as their daughter passed away. Like, there is much more tragic situations than just being in the hospital and, you know, being somewhat healthy. Um, but that felt like a God's wink to really put things in perspective on that note, I thought, or you came up with the topic for today's discussion, and it was acceptance. Yes. Yeah. Um, why don't I read? I'm just going to read from the famous big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, page 417 here, okay? And let's see, it's the second paragraph down. Well, yeah, right. That's right where it starts. Anyways. And acceptance is the answer to all my problems today. When I am disturbed, it is because I find some person, place, thing, or situation, some fact of my life unacceptable to me. And I can find no serenity until I accept that person, place, thing, or situation as being exactly the way it is supposed to be at this moment. Nothing, absolutely nothing, happens in God's world by mistake. Until I could accept my alcoholism, I could not stay sober. Unless I accept life completely on life's terms, I cannot be happy. I need to concentrate not so much on what needs to be changed in the world as on what needs to be changed in me and my attitudes. I mean, it applies like every day, really. Um, but right now, it really applies as to your situation, which is my situation now, you know, it's our situation. And um, I think that just being in these walls in this room, you know, in this building away, we're like about almost an hour away from home um, and not feeling like, oh, what a drag, you know. It's really AA in action, I think, you know. Uh, not just, I mean, yeah, the sober part and all that, but the acceptance and just being being able to find that positive current um, in this whole thing. Because I think that there is going to be a, po that there is a positive current here. Let's get back to acceptance on it, though. There's nothing that we can do about where we're at um, and I don't think acceptance means just like, eh, okay, you know. It's kind of like accepting that things are still good. Like, almost like God is still good, even though we're here on Christmas. 
God is good. And who couldn't be happy feeling like that, you know? I mean, we have friendly people here. You have friends that visit. We have a memorable Christmas <laughs> and a memorable Christmas Eve right here in this hospital. And it's been great. And I couldn't have, if I had to write this up myself, I would have been like, oh, well, that's going to be a hassle. And what a bummer. Like, she's going to be all hooked up with these tubes and we're just going to be miserable for Christmas and our family's going to be home opening presents and they're going to be all happy eating and we're just going to be over here. But that's not how it feels at all. No. No, and I think um, acceptance for, at least for this alcoholic, is very important um, in this situation, like you said, every day, but especially the situation because the... Uh, you know, a few things going on, like the hospital was definitely a place that I would drink a lot. I know that sounds crazy. That's just how sick I was, but, um, well, mentally, spiritually, physically. But if I was in the hospital, I would be upset that I was like missing out on things or that like, why do I, you know, poor me, why I have to spend, the, this isn't my first Christmas in the hospital. Um, but why do I have to be in the hospital? My friends are out doing whatever. And so I would sneak shooters in or I would go for the, when I wasn't hooked up to my IV, I would go for these walks and like, I'd go smoke weed out there and like on my, <laughs> on my walk in the hospital in the parking lot or something. It's just, it's just seems like now such insanity of like already being sick and not doing good. And then you know, putting things in my system that's hard on my immune system um, even more, or like smoking weed when I have a lung illness, not not a great idea. Um, and so, but I didn't know how to live life on life's terms. I didn't know how to accept things. And, um, you know, I to think acceptance meant that um, that I agreed with it or I thought something was okay, or that, um, you know, it, it had my approval. And there's been many things, you know, like, and I'm talking more negative things than positive things, but um, acceptance doesn't mean that I agree with the situation. It doesn't mean that I prefer that. It doesn't even mean, like, that I'm okay with it. All acceptance is is that you know, for me, that it's like, okay, this happened, and how am I going to respond to it? And and thinking of, like, you know, being a sponsor and telling somebody else how I went through, made it through a hard situation, like, makes me think, like, what's, what's my most ideal way of dealing with this situation? Because normally I just want to respond with raw emotion, and that usually ends to me responding to something, a situation that happened that I don't like. That leads to me responding like in a shitty way, right? Like mm -hmm. just on raw emotion. And because of the 12 steps and program, I can just say like, okay, that happened. Like I need to protect like my serenity, my peace. And what's the most ideal way that I can show up in my life or show up in this situation and handle it that way um, and I really think like that took 
some practice, you know, like that took a lot of guidance from talking to my sponsor to having friends with uh, in the program, learning from them. But at, at the end of the day, when something like this happens where, you know, like our our first Christmas together um, was last year and I was in Hawaii for three weeks. So I was around for Christmas or New Year's. And then this year <laughs> I'm in the hospital and I'll be here for New Year's too. So <laughs> like we just don't have like this idea, uh, this ideal like, I don't know, it's in my head or in my Instagram feed maybe of like us being at home and having the perfect picture of, you know, us doing whatever. And, um, you know, this isn't ideal, but using acceptance means like, I don't have to like react poorly to it. I can show up the most ideal way and just laugh and enjoy the time with my friends or with my husband and, um, you know, enjoy the holidays because if I'm disturbed, there's something wrong with me, right? Like that's mm -hmm. what the reading says. So I need to have that acceptance and that serenity um, so that, yeah, I can accept life on life's terms. Nothing, absolutely nothing happens in God's world by mistake. I like that sentence, yeah. you know, because for me, it makes me feel like, okay, there's some there's a lesson here or a nugget of wisdom that God wants me to get, you know, whatever's happening. And I've had my situations too that I thought were unbearable or not fair, you know. Um, but getting through them sober, I remember just feeling like, I don't know what I'm supposed to learn from here, but I don't want to miss it. And if I drink, I'm going to miss the whole point of whatever I'm supposed to understand from this. And I don't think I could sit here and tell you, oh, well, I this is the um, finite wisdom I gained, and here you go. But what I can tell you is that I learned how, I learned that I can get through tough times without drinking, you know, and that's special to me. That was new. Yeah. Um, and that a lot of that just is acceptance. I know right now during the holidays are some of the roughest times for us alcoholics, um, especially those who are still suffering in and out of the rooms or having a hard time. Uh, you know, I, I got a call from someone this week, you know, that got my number from central office, Spanish speaking. And, <laughs> you know, the first phone call was just a lot of drama and that's to be expected. And it, that's just the lack of serenity and acceptance in situations. And, you know, here are things I can't control and I'm, and I'm going nuts. And it's really hard to talk to somebody and have them find acceptance in one day. You know, like, like oh, well, here, man, you need to calm down because nothing happens in this world by mistake. That doesn't sound very attractive the first day no if you're just like newly being introduced to the program or you're still drinking and trying to get sober that sounds crazy <laughs> so it um it's like working out it's just something that takes time and effort like going to the gym or something it's just something you have to exercise or practice every day 
And I know that because I'm still working on my own acceptance of things, you know? Um, well, I thought um, just like watching the situation unfold, um, you know, like we're in the hospital and you got that call early in my hospital stay. So I wasn't doing as well as like perhaps today. Um, you know, I was on oxygen and having a harder time, but to watch you take a phone call from central office. And I was like, how did they even get your number? How do they even know you? Um, you're well known, but, uh, yeah. And then to like, you know, take the, call the guy and take the time out of your day to speak Spanish to him and listen to his drama. And then we spent some time looking up Spanish speaking meetings. Um, you know, like just to see you, just to witness you do that, where it could have been like, like my wife's in the hospital and I'm having to split my time between like her and my family and like I got my own problems and it you could have very well said or had that attitude about everything and I don't know that anybody would say that you were wrong by any means um, because it is hard on you to have to you know drive an hour away to back and forth home to the hospital um, <clears throat> But to see you, like, take the time and, you know, just be there for the next alcoholic and help somebody else. And it just, it, even for me, just helping you find the meetings online or w watch you do that, it was like having, you know, helping the next person. We always want the hand of AA to be there. Um, our primary purpose is to help the alcoholic still suffering and that felt so good to like take a break from like our own chaos or whatever and help somebody else and I just mm -hmm. I love watching you work with another alcoholic because I don't always think I'm that patient I'm like do you, do you get this do you get what we're doing yet huh let's move along you know I moved through my steps pretty quickly I think I was just that ready but you are so patient with them and it's it's just a real blessing to watch and for me to, um, you know, take take note of using a little patience. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, you know, my initial reaction to helping anyone is always like, ugh, like work or something, you know. I'm the guy who needs to nudge. Like people always nudge me into things. And I hate, and it's an attitude that I work on, you know. I have to work on that because I am, I will help. I'll help anybody, you know, or whatever, like, I'll, like, yes, I'll do it. Like, that's how I got into service work was like, I just got kind of nudged into it. I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. And it's so rewarding. And I'm like, oh, I, I'm so happy I didn't miss out on any of this. And when I pick up the phone around my stressful periods or busy times, like right now, I get to leave with gratitude. You know, I have so much gratitude right now that I'm not um, in that in that in that time of life where I was struggling with alcohol and my relationships were burning around me and so much drama and my my job is threatening me and everything like that like now I'm like oh man that's that's still real out there for for people and we found an answer and we found help and now I'm just so blessed I feel so blessed and lucky that my life is different 
you know, my challenges are different now. And it's really, it's always rewarding to, to pick up the phone and, and talk to, talk to people. Um, so, and a thing about that, you know, I got a call from him a couple days later and he'd been to a few meetings and found a sponsor. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so awesome. Like, I can't believe it. Like, he didn't just fall off the map, <laughs> you know, yeah. crazy. Mm -hmm. So it's like awesome, you know, because you just never know. Um, so anyways, just another example of somebody out there having rough times during the holidays because that's really what it boiled down to for him, you know, just. Well, and I think a lot of people, um, whether they're sober or not, or whether they're struggling with alcohol or not, have a hard time during the holidays. Um, we have these ideas in our head of like how, I don't know, Christmas dinner should go or having people over or how I want someone to react to some gift that I gave them. You know, I put a lot of thought and energy in it. I want them to be excited about it. And um, there's, or, or what gift, you know, I may be getting or something. There's so much like hype and, and kind of drama and expectations around the holidays. And there's a lot of pressure to like look and perform a certain way and be happy. And, you know, like the reality is that's just like not how we show up every, every day. You know, some days are a good day. Some days are bad. Like, uh, so, you know, for a lot of alcoholics, the holidays are hard because there's there's just alcohol is so embedded in our society and it's just everywhere. And it's so acceptable for the holidays for people to get, you know, just get drunk beyond belief and act poorly or say outrageous things. Um, and that can be very triggering for a lot of people. So, um, you know, like when the tribe was here, uh, one of the things that we, we had some food and exchange gifts and laughs and stories. But then at one point we turned the lights off in my hospital room and I have this galaxy light that goes on the ceiling and puts stars and all kinds of stuff on the, on the ceiling and the walls. And we turned that on and we had a AA meeting, just the four of us. And, um, you know, that I'm so grateful that they would bring a meeting to me and not just be like, oh, we're having a party, we're having a good time, um, which we do. But like one of the girls was struggling, um, so she just kind of needed a meeting and she bought her big book and 12 and 12 and asked if I would like a meeting. And I can do meetings on Zoom in here, but it's not the same as what happens in person. And so, you know, we were able to read out of the book and we read on acceptance. That's what made me uh, think of the topic that that's just a topic during the holidays. It's good for me, for other people, you know, to, to keep in mind. And we talked about how, you know, like one of the other girls, her mom's kind of depressed and she doesn't, um, she's not like very cheery and she's always upset that somebody's late or somebody is not acting this way or something and um you know we were which is common you know um but she was talking about how 
that she had the she wants to just tell her mom like if you just accept the person or the situation how it is like you'll be fine you know and she's getting upset at her mom for not calming down and I thought oh my god how many times do I do that I mean that's like the story of my life like if if these people would just like accept this and be okay like then I'd be okay and so the irony of like me not accepting them for not being okay or not accepting and like trying to push acceptance on them when I'm struggling it for myself mm -hmm. I was like that's like the story of my life <laughs> you know and it's crazy because for me um not accepting situations and just having denial or frustrations back in the day I drank at all of that and that's the dangers of me not having acceptance is for some reason I just drank at everyone. Yes. You know, I'll show them or I'll show this situation. I'll show the world or of course you would drink too, mm -hmm. you know. Like all I needed was an excuse and being frustrated because things weren't happening my way was just another reason for me to just go to the bar yep. or whatever, you know. So that's why acceptance is so important for me as an alcoholic today to to have, you know, because it's part of the ingredients for serenity. Another one of um, our friends was talking about acceptance and something that helps her is that, you know, she'll, she just had a, a new baby and she's, excuse me, she was trying to, uh, work out and sometimes in the morning like the baby's up doing whatever she's not able to get a little workout in he maybe he doesn't take a morning nap and so she'll say out loud like okay I'm just gonna accept this situation that I have this beautiful baby and that I'm lucky to be his mom and know that at some point today I'll work out it just may not be right now and so she she swears by that if she says the thing that she's trying to accept out loud, that it just kind of works better. Um, and that, you know, she, that's like her little hot tip of <laughs> like mm -hmm. how to, you know, put acceptance in action. Because I think it can be this very vague, like, concept that you're like, okay, I'm accepting this, but like, what does that mean? What does that look like? You know, so sometimes for her, it's just as simple as saying it out loud. And like, you know, for me, it, it will be just finding the joy in, in little things around the hospital room or um, the joy in like just being in the moment, talking to, I don't know, you know, the lady that cleans my room or she's very nice. Like, or the nurses who I'm good friends with, you know. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of um, little nuggets that came out of that that A meeting in my hospital room about acceptance that I th I also just felt like was a God wink. Like I needed to hear those so that I can put them in actual practice, you know. Mm -hmm. Around this time, as we said earlier, it is tough for a lot of people, and. It's hard to get this in a day, but I really feel like acceptance is just one of the puzzle pieces into your recovery and, and having that peace and serenity and overall staying sober. Um, 
I mean, nobody's going to judge you for drinking around the holidays or getting through your pain, of course. But just know that there is a way out and a solution. And I am coming up on six years pretty soon. That's very exciting. Uh, it's crazy. But I didn't get here alone, and I didn't get here with my own thoughts and ideas. I got here because of AA and the people in it and learning things like, like acceptance. Mm -hmm. And like I said, it's all just one puzzle, and acceptance is one of the pieces. Um, that's what worked for me. And I'm really happy to be sober another Christmas and, and New Year's coming up, God willing. And now with you, married, in the married life. So That's an excellent point to bring up because I think that um, it's really important, especially for people like getting newly sober or maybe you've been in the program for a while, just as a reminder that there is not just AA, lots of different recovery groups. There is so much holiday stuff going on. Um, during the holidays so there's potlucks there's uh you know at meeting uh what's it called the marathon where it's 24 hours of meetings yeah those like maybe they're just meeting marathons <laughs> <laughs> i thought there was another name um but yeah like alcoholics love to get together and eat food and laugh and um you know that was a thing getting sober around newly sober around the holidays uh, four years ago, I thought I would never laugh again. I thought I would never enjoy the holidays. Like everything either gave me so much anxiety or I felt like I was missing out or, um, and so I would just keep going to all these A meetings and then, you know, gratitude dinners or whatever there was. And I just built up like this, support system around me of all these people who um you know it's back and forth that we've helped each other or whoever that kept me sober in the moment and like taught me how to have a good time through the holidays without drinking and I really think that I needed those couple of years doing that stuff or I couldn't have the acceptance and serenity that I do in the hospital today you know like spending time with other alcoholics and seeing how they do it is for me the best way that I learn because you can tell me something all you want but I don't always know how that plays out you know what that looks like um so I had to go to lots of Christmas parties and New Year's Eve parties with other alcoholics and then I was like oh okay this is how we do it which Seems very elementary, but, um, you know, I, I was at a very low point when I got sober. So This podcast isn't affiliated with AA or anything like that, but we do talk about what worked for us. And in that aspect or in that respect, there are so many meetings around Christmas, around the holidays right now. Um, if you really need one or needed one or whatever, just know that. AA is open, you know, around when everything else is closed. <laughs> yeah, and you don't have to be a diehard AA, you know, like there I have a friend who does Dharma and does a couple other 12-step program kind of things. Yeah. Um, and 
she comes and joins us, you know, when when it works out for some AA event. And, like, she's she's always welcome, you know. She doesn't have to go to meetings all the time and have a sponsor to go. You know, you're, you're just, well, here's a sober place of other sober people having fun. You know, come check it out. So, yeah, but... This isn't a show of AA. That's just how we met, and that's just our story. So that is acceptance on Christmas 2023. I hope you guys all out there had a Merry Christmas and are going to have a wonderful New Year coming up. And do you want to tell our listeners where they can find us? Yeah, you can find us at recoveryedgepodcast.com. Also, the show is on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts, you know. And we have a YouTube channel as well. So check us out there. I'll have a link in the show notes. Yeah, interact with us, write into us. Like mm-hmm. we, We'd love to hear from you. Well, I guess we're going to sign off then. Merry Christmas, everyone, and uh, Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. <laughs>